0: Welcome back to the Black Roses podcast and today on the second episode of the third season I'm here with Nate two times. What's up? How you doing?
1: I'm doing good.
0: Great, great. Um, Jumping straight into it, you are a producer that has worked with some big artists within the scene which I highly respect you've worked with. Dead Broke, you've worked with Got Herded, you've worked with Forever and Always. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. When it comes to production, what would you say your favorite genre to produce for would be?
1: Um, well, more recently, I've been getting into like the alternative genre. Um, I just got the chance to go to Florida and meet one of my favorite artists. His name is Gabe Walks. And he does a lot of, like, alternative and pop stuff. So I'm getting into that. But for the most part, uh, most of my production's been, like, the and the sad boy, you know, little peep type stuff, which is a lot of fun to make.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not only just that, to be able to work in almost the genre of, like, as you said, the little peep type stuff, him being such a legend. It's almost inspiring to be able to make beats, almost in the same category as him too. For sure.
1: Yeah, I like I like working with like sample guitars, and when people send me guitar and stuff, it's really fun to to work with that.
0: Mm-hmm. And when it comes to making beats, are you somebody that basically goes from scratch? You do. Your own, you make your own riffs from your guitar, you make your own kicks.
1: Um, yeah, so I usually I usually use my MIDI keyboard and I'll play around with like synths and stuff. Um, but when it comes to a guitar beat, I usually ask a lot of my other friends for a guitar, like people like uh Irby or 2001 or Rem Ghost, those are mm-hmm. some of my producer friends that are really good at guitar. I myself am not very good, so I'm still learning. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's just something that also I highly respect, the fact that you're constantly adapting through music. You you always just want to get that one extra thing as best as possible. Exactly. Like, exactly, definitely. Yeah.
1: I learned something new when making it be almost every day. Like-
0: mm-hmm definitely and when it comes to music in general what would you say your ultimate goal would be
1: um right now it's i'm just i have my job i'm working and when i get off i usually make a beat and um i think i i just want to get some good placements with like some artists that i like to listen to a lot that's that's my main goal right now
0: mm-hmm. definitely and i'd say just in general you're definitely heading in the correct direction you've made a lot of great uh productions for bigger artists so i definitely say that you have a very high probability of achieving that goal very soon
1: yeah that's that's the goal that'd be awesome
0: mhm definitely and If you weren't making music in your free time, what do you think you'd be doing?
1: Honestly, probably just hanging out with my girlfriend and friends. I don't think, I don't know, like music's everything for me right now. So it's just, it's just work and music. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I don't know what I'd be doing.
0: Definitely. Yeah. It's scary to think about because you invest so much time into doing something. That you can't imagine not doing it. Exactly, yeah. Definitely. Um. When it comes to inspirations, what would you say, or who would you say is your artist that inspires you the most?
1: Um. Honestly, all my friends, like all the people in the Bateki Collective that I'm friends with. They really inspire me to make different sounds and, and new beats and yeah I think I think they're my main inspirations.
0: Mm-hmm, for sure, um, that's another pretty big collective that you've also uh, been associated with throughout the underground scene, which is very cool to so be able to work with those guys and many more artists shows that you're almost able to not discriminate and jump to different sides of the underground.
1: Yeah, but the Viteki people, those are my brothers. I mean, I we've been I've been in that collective for a long time, probably like a year and a half. So I know them pretty well.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Um when it comes to organization How organized would you feel you are when it comes to creating a beat or finding time just in general to make a beat?
1: Um, It used to be just like all day, every day, I would just make beats and stuff and definitely very organized. Like I just, you know, I have my folders of everything and I just, I'd be in that workflow but more recently, I've been working a lot, so I don't have as much time. So it's just like I get off some nights, and and it's like every once in a while I'll cook up. And so right now, it's not too organized. It's just whenever I have time.
0: Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's all that matters. Uh, you're investing the time that you have into doing something, and you're succeeding. So. There's really nothing to complain about when it comes to that. So that's definitely a great thing. So there's a lot of people that are taking on production right now in the underground scene. And it's not an easy thing to be able to start off with in general. Do you have any advice for any artist or upcoming producer that wants to try to make it in the scene?
1: Yeah, so I think you definitely have to find your sound. It's it's really cool to produce a lot of different genres and stuff, but if you really want to stand out, I think you need to focus on one sound. Is, I don't know if that's like if that's hip hop with a bunch of trap stuff or um a lot of guitar stuff, but I think you need to focus on that. So when artists are coming to you, they know what your sound is, so It's just a lot easier to go to you than someone else if you're focusing on that sound. For sure. Yeah. And you definitely have to invest money into it if you want to get bigger. I don't know if that's as far as promotion or getting new plugins and stuff like that.
0: Definitely. And like you said, you got to be able to find a way to get your stuff out there, whether that's paid promotion or. Just sometimes, just the algorithm. You get lucky. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You really kind of almost need a push for your stuff to get out there, and it's not easy. It isn't. Definitely. So, if you were to make one beat out of for any artist, who would it be?
1: That's a tough one. Um, recently. I've been listening to a lot of PPG Casper. it's a great artist, and I would really like a song with him. He's been blowing up recently. Um, I've sent him a few beats, but I don't know. It, it's hard. He's pretty big. He probably gets a lot of producers sending
0: him stuff. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. Um, I've been listening to a lot of him lately, too. So That would be insane if you would be able to get a beat for him and I definitely see it happening too so that would be awesome for sure yeah that would be really cool um out of everything you've done in music so far who would you say your biggest accomplishment would be that you're the most proud of
1: um a lot of people know me because of my placement with uh this artist named HK51 He's pretty well-known, and a lot of people have just recognized me just from that song. But I think my greatest accomplishment is getting some songs with uh, Skelly and Nicotine Nino is a big one. That was a great song. I have a song with him. Mm -hmm. I think those are some of my greatest accomplishments.
0: Mm -hmm, Definitely. And not only just that, but I have a an episode with Nicotine Nino. So I've talked with him about you actually and how your style has helped the underground scene. So it's definitely good to see a different perspective from somebody that's actually worked with you through the scene too. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, when it comes to listening to music, what would you say your favorite genre would be?
1: I'm kind of all over the place, but for the most part, I usually just stick to SoundCloud and the people that are in this scene. I listen to a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Especially if you're making beats for people around are on the scene, you're constantly almost looking for new artists to get inspiration from or just finding new friends throughout music is also something that you're constantly almost f- like stumbling upon by chance. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, is there any reasoning that you have behind your stage name?
1: Um, <laughs> This is pretty funny. When I started producing, I went by Ugly Beats, and um, I, was, I was really new to making stuff, so it wasn't anything crazy. But I was in school one day, and I was uh, showing my friend my beats on YouTube, and he was making fun of my name. So for, like, the next week in school, we just started thinking of different names, and he was like, what about Nate two times? And I, I didn't know what it meant at all. I was like, that's kind of cool. So I just went with it, and it just stuck.
0: Mm-hmm well i mean that's that's pretty funny, honestly, it can literally go from just your friend joking around with you to you making a name for you in the underground scene, so that's actually crazy it's that's really cool
1: yeah it's it is pretty cool. No one really knows about
0: that. It used to be ugly beats and when it comes to your tag, do you have any? previous um do you ever just go back and listen to your old tags from when you were ugly beats
1: i actually never had a tag i was so new to it i didn't even think about that but um as far as my tag now it came from this girl uh she raps her name's sky blue she used to come over and we we'd have a few sessions but she uh I just asked her to make me a tag and she, she just said oh he icy and that really stuck. People really like that, so that mm-hmm. was pretty cool.
0: Definitely. And when it comes to just getting around, I definitely would say you're able to almost come across artists in a way that you're able to not only just like make beats for them obviously but you're able to almost inspire them to work harder as you said through bateki you are constantly working with them to get stuff done and get a a next volume up so that's definitely really really interesting and when it comes to your production how do you feel it impacts the underground scene?
1: Um, when I produce a new song, sometimes I'll go through the comments and stuff and, and seeing that people are actually like impacted by the song that I was a part of is a, a really cool feeling. And, and if people are inspired by me, then that's a great feeling. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah, I really like that.
0: Um, when it came to just me- finding music in general... How did you come across or how did you hear about production and how did you like figure out you wanted to start doing it?
1: Well, when I used to listen to music, before I ever started thinking about producing, I would always listen to the beats. And I always found myself listening to the different sounds and stuff like that behind the vocals. So um, I started researching it one day. Just going on YouTube, and through YouTube, I found uh, Nick Mira. He's a pretty big producer. And I started watching him in FL Studio make beats. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. So I got FL Studio, the free version. I messed around with it, and I was, I was not any good, but it was a lot of fun. So I started doing a lot of research on it and getting better. And- mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: Definitely. And just as of recently, you've worked with some big artists that I've noticed. You've worked with um, Sucker Punk, which is, she's a pretty big artist, I'd say, within the scene. What is it like when it comes to working with people like that?
1: It's a really good feeling. It's pretty cool. I started talking to Sucker Punk when she was she probably had like 500 followers on soundcloud and uh she was actually supposed to come to atlanta and we were supposed to work on an ep but seeing her grow like throughout is a really cool thing to see like she she started she didn't know much about music at all and then through throughout time she just really blew up so that was really cool to see and definitely cool being able to work with bigger artists
0: mm-hmm. and she's at the point now where like you said you started working with her when she was at 500 and you've seen her grow to the point now that she's almost at 6k which mm-hmm. is crazy so it's almost worth the ride if you know what i mean basically yeah so for sure to be able to see friends grow and be a part of that process is a really really good feeling definitely sure. yeah So, anyway, I appreciate you coming on the show today. It was great talking to you, getting a good perspective throughout production with you.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It was awesome.
0: No problem. And make sure to check out Nate Two Times in the description below. I highly recommend it. And I hope you guys have a good day.
1: Peace out.